Hey everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it. All right, now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. To the paper jam. Yeah, let's do the paper jam. To the paper jam. Nothing's real, the money's fake. To the paper jam. I said to the paper jam. To the paper jam, oh baby, to the paper jam. Paper jam, like a jam. Yeah, baby. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, where every week we use a paper trading platform to randomly move our fake money from one stock to the next. Though the money is fake, our emotions are still very real. My name is Mike Morrissey, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kenny Gray. Howdy, Mike. And more importantly than ever, we have the first ever guest on the pod, Stefan Stansfield. Let's hear it, Kenny. <laughs> he's dancing he's going crazy all right stansfield welcome to the pod how you doing today thank you thank you i'm so happy to be here and i am pumped are you i'm feeling really excited this is the first not only are you the first the first guest we've ever had but you're you're one of bean town's own i'm i'm a little i'm a little jealous that i'm i'm on the west coast and you and kenny are all the way in the bean town well technically uh i'm just outside of bean town but yeah yeah i'll take it i am also technically outside of bean town well what the heck are you guys doing you got to move to the prudential center in the heart of the city you're making me look like an ass here on the air this is live. We can't edit this. You're out. also the only person in my life I know that calls it Bean Town. I just want to let <laughs> you know, and I know that I know that it's, it's I know it's because you enjoy it so much. But <laughs> you're always asking me, Kenny, how's the bean? <laughs> well, I'm. So, I didn't want to take that away from you, Mike. Like, please feel free to refer to it as Bean Town as much as I, you want. As Bean Town is the Bean Town as the Bean. I I think it's a thing that. It's definitely a thing that brings me joy. No one in Boston is ever saying anything about being town. I guess I, I'm not actively talking about the location that I'm in, but I don't know. You never hear anybody mm. call it Beantown? Uh, no, <laughs> not, <laughs> not really. No, I mean, but like Stefan said, I am in um, Medford and he is in Cambridge, so... There's not a lot of discussion of the bean. There might be maybe down, maybe down by the garden. People are screaming bean town. Ooh, <laughs> down by the but garden. enough about the bean. So, Stefan, how are, how are you this morning? I am just wonderful this morning. I, uh, Stefan, you're, up. you're in the future. I want to hear a little bit about that morning. Yeah, dude, I woke up at 630 Eastern. Savage. Uh, made a little coffee. You savage. <laughs> I had a really weird experience this morning where I filled up water from my cabinet and I went to drink it and it smelled terrible. And I realized there was still stale cabinet air caught in the glass. I had just like taken it out so quickly. Yeah. Go. If you keep your glasses upside down, go take a sniff. It's terrible. Anyway, then I, <laughs> then I went out uh, and I did some rock climbing at uh, Brooklyn Boulders in Somerville, Massachusetts. Don't ask why. 
it's called Brooklyn. And then I came back and I ate an apple and I'm really excited to, to eat some more. If you know what I'm talking about. I oh, big time. I don't, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know apples are good, but I don't, I don't understand what the, oh, uh, I, what the implication is. Well, I just mean, uh, at my side here, I've got a few varieties of drinks and also, oh, uh, three quarters of a package of Biscoff cookies. <laughs> can, yeah. I, can I please tell yeah, go so, for it. So, so Stansfield is alluding to, as, as, as the listener, you probably know that uh, from the name of the episode, this week we are diving into Coca-Cola. Very excited. So what we're doing is we have, we have some fun stuff planned for the Patreon that I, I won't get into, but... Uh, I will get into it. We're going to do a little, we're going to do some Coca-Cola taste test situation. But Kenny was like, oh, I, I'll i take care of Stefan. I know for the Patreon, we're going to need some Coca-Colas. So I'm going to, I'm going to go buy some and I'm going to drop them off at his house. And Stefan, I was talking to Stefan and he was like, Kenny was so nice. He gave me a little care package with a couple of Coca-Colas and a thing of Biscoff cookies. And I was thinking back, if you listen to the uh, American Airlines episode, Kenny, Amazon boy. <laughs> Amazon, Amazon to try to get a thing of Biscoff cookies and just got a crate of, of Biscoff <laughs> cookies. So, so many that he didn't know what to do with. So I love that now Kenny is just trying to be nice, but pawning them off on anybody who will take them. Oh my God. I learned it from the best. I learned it from my mom. That's how you do it. <laughs> just stepping me like, oh, it was a really nice little sentiment. I was like, Kenny, that is very nice. Kenny, ha- I just imagine when you go, you told me about it, your house is just like overflowing with the, the Biscoff cookies. They're good cookies. But- Are they? Are so you a thank fan? you again. Oh, yeah. I purposely picked the Biscoff because I'm not a huge fan. I, they, they, in my head, they're dry. Were they dry? I said You had some this morning. I haven't had any today yet. Uh, I kind of had them as a little snack and dinner yesterday. Uh, snack yeah. and dinner. <laughs> They're dry, but, you know, once you get a little spit going around, they form a nice um, tasty paste. That's exactly what I said in the American <laughs> Airlines episode. Kenny, Kenny said it makes a playful cement in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the Biscoff is making a cement in my <laughs> Something about biting into them agitates the back of my mouth, like my teeth. Mm. And when I'm on a flight, I'm, I'm more of a tomato juice and pretzels kind of guy. Fun life hack. You can get the tomato juice, guys. You got to ask on the airline. You like tomato juice? This is huge. This is breaking Big news. Big time. Oh, Ken. Stefan, do you, you like tomato juice? You haven't talked to me. No, you I, clearly haven't talked to me in a V8 section. Stefan, no. I would you never. Is a big tomato juice. I guy. would never ask for tomato juice. I would uh, maybe accept it if somebody was pushing it on me. We'll get. Well, push, push, baby. I'm pushing. The other day, though, I, I did see. I did see one time. Me and Mike ran uh, uh, a 5K, and at the end of it, he cracked a Chef Boyardee can to cool oh, himself. Oh, I did down. do that. <laughs> I saw you. It was spaghettios with. <laughs> it was spaghettios with hot dogs, Kenny. And then at the, at the halfway point, instead of water, you were like, "Where's the boy RD?" <laughs> Guys, I took a health class one time. I this has to be bullshit. I took a what? health class one time, and she, the woman, my health teacher. It was a no. It was a nutrition and health class in co- in college in my junior year of college. Even I took more this official. Class. Exactly. And this woman, this woman 
this woman said, <laughs> this woman said, there's two things I learned from the class. She was like, number one, she came in one day and dramatically like, like put down a giant V8 tomato juice um, bottle on the table and was like, okay, guys, so for class today, if you don't like eating vegetables, I'm going to let you know a little secret. One glass of either vegetable or tomato juice, I think tomato juice, one glass of tomato juice a day is, is enough nutritional value that you she get was, from She was vegetables. sleeping with a V8 rep or something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> she did a podcast with her friends and got a bunch of V8 <laughs> Amazon to her house. I'm just trying to get rid of them. So she said, if you, she, and I think both of you were vegetarian at one point, like this, this, this idea that one glass of tomato juice means that that's enough nutritional values that you don't need any vegetables in the day. That's bullshit, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I think it tastes so terrible that it must be really good for you. But I also it don't just, want to gloss over the facts. Can, can we just rewind for a bit? Of course. Did you say that yeah. you drank a can of Chef Boyardee to cool off? After a 5K? <laughs> to, that cool, was a lie. That was a complete fabrication to, cool to say that he can't get enough tomato. <laughs> <laughs> it I was, was like, the raviolis. Guys... It was terrible. <laughs> oh, man. You completely tricked me. I thought that you ran a 5K together and that Mike just had a can opener on him and was just <laughs> <laughs> drinking it straight out of the can. I think that says more about us that that's a believable thing that could have happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's not. I am a big SpaghettiOs fan. Well, and then when you think about it, tomato juice just tastes like cold uh, tomato soup, right? Mm -hmm. When's the last time you guys had tomato juice? I think I uh, ordered a Bloody Mary three years ago. <laughs> but that, and that's the thing is, I don't like Bloody Marys either. Oh, really? Okay. Well, then this this doesn't too many me. seeds, Kenny. I'm choking here. <laughs> seeds? What are there seeds? I don't know. I feel like whenever I get a Bloody Mary, there's like a ton of seeds and and, and pickle like seeds and stuff like. Maybe I'm having the wrong kind. <laughs> You're just putting the straw straight down to the bottom and slurping. Just yeah, yeah. I usually well, I usually just ask for the rinds from the other one to just be like put in a wash pile. <laughs> I get extra pulp in my Bloody Mary. Extra pulp. Well, the last shout out to my, my nutrition and health teacher. She also taught me that if you can't, if you're eating an orange and you're done with your orange and you say, gosh, I didn't, I've never washed my hands today. You can take the orange peel, rub it all over your hands and it kills the bacteria. And Hey, your hands smell pretty nice. Hot tip. <laughs> College education. That's, that's. I don't know. I don't remember shit from college except for that. I tell that story like once a week. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kenny, how does the show work? Yeah, <laughs> Why great. don't you tell us? I tell the listeners at home how the show works. <laughs> I want to take this class that you took. Um, <laughs> so, essentially, we started out with $10,000 of fake money on a paper trading platform. At the end of each episode, we pull out every last dime and randomly invest it into a brand new stock. So last week, our money was invested in Walmart. And like Mike said, this week we have moved it all to Coca-Cola. Uh, before we get there, Stefan, what's your experience slash feelings on the stock market in general? Oh, good question. Ken. Ooh, my experience is pretty limited. I actually just 
started investing like a year ago, pretty much right after COVID hit and everything shut down. Mm -hmm. And I saw that the Stark, the Stark market was tanking. And I a real genius like, here. Okay. <laughs> that seemed like a good time to put a lot of money into it. So mm -hmm. that's what I did at that point, because previous to that, I was just terrified about investing. And I just, most of my money was just sitting in my checking account doing nothing. Um, so I just kind of put some money pretty much into the S&P 500 or like, you know, something that tracks that and then watched it go up magically. Stansfield, do you listen to the show? We talk about the S&P all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fantastic. That's exactly like we the one thing we said is that like uh, if something crashes and you believe it will go back up, that's a good time to invest in it, especially if it's the entire market. Um, and we have in the, in this show, like he said, we're randomly moving our money from one stock to the next, which as you might imagine is slowly losing money for us. Uh, <laughs> but we put money also into, we put in a separate $10,000 account. We have put money into the S and P 500. Hmm. Last time As we checked, we were up 80 other. bucks. Nothing. I think we're technically down right now. I can check oh, right Kenny. now. Um, I, oh, well, we'll but, check later, but I think we're, but, but it's only variations of like $10 of like, cause it's very slow and gradual. But are, so are you up ten dollars from your from your ten thousand or yeah. from last week? Okay, uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we're we're down. We're down ninety dollars from our initial ten thousand dollars. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, but but it's over time. But I am curious, Dan. I actually, I kind of I <laughs> don't don't lay into me. It's all. <laughs> Wait, yeah, if we want to take a minute to lay into Kenny, uh, we can do that. No, no. I'll start. Numbskull! <laughs> I've been waiting all damn month for this. I gotta send my Someone horse to college. In. What am I gonna worry about the cash <laughs> if you're losing it? Or the cash! Yeah, Kenny, I, I have been listening to the show, and uh, it seems like Mike has been doing very well, and you've been really pooping the bed. So, uh, what the <laughs> heck, man? I don't know. I guess I just like filling my duvet with poo-poos. <laughs> you sure will do. I, I did but, just want to say, though, it's like you said, as you might expect, this strategy will uh, lose money over time. And I was thinking about it a little bit, and it kind of seems like it's, it's completely random, right? Like what stock you're yep. moving to. Mm -hmm. So I feel like over time, you might just make money because you're sort of spreading out your risk that way it's sort of like instead of investing in a bunch of stocks a little bit all at once you are still investing in a bunch of stocks but doing it week by week we should clarify and Stefan, what what are you doing right now what is what is your current position what are you doing yeah, <laughs> I'll introduce that you are. I say this to be like that. We think it's dumb and random, but I just realized that you're a a, a well-educated engineer currently over MIT scientist. <laughs> so, I, I am. I am a graduate student at MIT. Yes. Yes. So we we put Stan, we put Stansfield on the show for one of many many reasons. Number one, he's one of the best friends that I've ever had in my life, um, and, and Kenny as well. He's, he's one of the funniest, if not the funniest improviser I know, and one of the funniest people I know, but he is also, Stefan is also a, a 
an engineer at uh, a grad student at MIT. Uh, and, and Kenny also brought it up. He was like, we should have Stefan on the show for the for the Coca-Cola episode because isn't he doing uh isn't he making like a robot that like holds and moves cups or something? <laughs> Pretty much. But needless yeah. to say that it it's it's nice to hear a smart say that Kenny and I's investing strategy, if you will, is is not completely idiotic, which it I, I think it might be still, but it's nice to hear that you think that there's some there might be some method to the madness of not diversifying a portfolio, but at least diversifying our actions. Yeah, I don't think it's a good strategy. Let me uh, put that out there. <laughs> okay, good, good, uh, good. You good, said good. people should do it, right, Stefan? <laughs> Stefan says, Stefan Sandsfield says, <laughs> I just want to add the disclaimer. Like now it sounds like I'm some kind of smart guy coming in here being like, actually, guys, this is a really good idea. Uh, you should not take advice from me either. Um, I might... <laughs> I might be, you know, studying how robots can like move cups full of Coke around, but that doesn't mean that I'm not a huge idiot. Like I said, I've never invested until the stock market and still most of my money is <laughs> sitting in my checking account, which is actually the worst thing you could do besides like maybe putting it under <laughs> your mattress. So don't listen to me. Is it yeah. now now that you're officially at MIT, are you are you are you plagued by the the life's thing that same thing hap like happens to people go to Harvard of like the oh MIT, huh? Smart guy, you wanna fix my car for me? Is this a thing that happens? <laughs> I, I to don't you know now? anything about cars. I <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I was at a family gathering, maybe it was Thanksgiving 2019, and I was at my uncle's house opening up the fridge, like looking for water or apple juice <laughs> or something. And uh, my cousin who's like from Scotland and he was in the military, I was just like standing at the fridge and I couldn't find what I was looking for, for, you know, a good 15 seconds. And I was like, oh, hey, Tom, where's the apple juice? And he just like pointed to it on the door. And, you know, he goes, MIT, yeah? So <laughs> basically it means. Fucking <laughs> like idiot. The apple juice is right there. I could have told you that. <laughs> right. What I wanted to say is that I didn't go to preschool, so I missed out on those important uh, object identification skills. Damn, Stansfield, no pre-K for you? How did I not know that? No, that's why I'm very socially awkward. Ah, Stansfield. That's true? You didn't. You really didn't go to pre-K? No. What the I hell just, was uh, Judy, your mother, doing? I went to pre-K and I was held back. <laughs> you should have gone like me. I think I just like chilled at home with my mom and my grandma. And um, I remember my grandma brought home like little workbooks for me to do. I don't know. Pre-K well, is now, good Stephen, though. It, it is. It's pretty good. I, and, and, People and should correction, go. Fact check. I didn't get held back in pre-K, but I went to kindergarten and went to an additional grade before first grade called readiness because right. I needed a little more time. But Stefan, so let's take it back to like when you're with, um, you're with your grandma and you're with your mom, you strike me as the kind of guy who growing up had like a tin Coca-Cola, like license plate on your wall or something. Does that, does that track? I actually had a tin Dr. Pepper sign on my wall in ah. high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I got. I actually it some, wrote like, down a Dr. Pepper question for you a little later because I know you are mm. famously a big Dr. Pepper guy. Well, uh, did Thank you, you? So this is a question for all of us, but let's start off with Stefan. Did you have soda in the house, and if so, what varietals mm. or what brand? 
did not have soda in my house. We did have soda at my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. Wow. And there was a mini fridge in the basement, and it was stocked always with Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola really? Classic? Red can? Coca-Cola Classic, and I believe Oof. that's all that was in there. Maybe some ginger ale. Oof. Mike, how about you? Did you, uh, did you grow up having soda in the house? No, big no-no on the soda in the Morrissey house. <clears throat> um, but funny enough, so yeah, we were never allowed to have soda as kids. Like if, if we, when we went to McDonald's, we had to get like milk. Uh, we, yeah, it's, it, I mean, I loved milk as a kid, but yeah, I mean, it was like, <clears throat> it was more of a special occasion thing. If we went to our neighbor's house, like if we went to like a, a party or something, we could have some, if we went to like a friend's house, you could have some, I don't even know if at restaurants, we were like chocolate milk when I was, when I was a kid, <clears throat> yeah. then we got older, but, but so we never had soda in the house, but there was one string of time where my mom all of a sudden started having Diet Coke and then Lime Diet Coke in the house. Yep. And then she started having it in the house all the time. And then for uh, like two, three years, maybe more, we always just had Diet Coke that no one was allowed to drink. It was just for my mom. And then my mom, like eventually just one day cold turkey stopped. It was like, what mm. happened? She was like, I don't know. I kind of like couldn't stop drinking it. And I've heard that a lot, that Diet Coke is like fucking addictive to people. But anyway, so that was that was really it. We had no soda and the Diet Coke took over my mom's life for a little while, but mm. then she 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 beat it, which is good. Kenny, what, what about you? Do you have a yeah, do you have soda in the house or no? No, similarly, no soda in the house, not allowed. I think we all are of the age where I think there was a turn, some sort of like turn of I think mm-hmm. Gen X probably was the the age of people having soda in the house. Um, but we, my dad is a huge Coca-Cola fan. So every time we would go out, every time we'd order pizza, almost any time we would go somewhere, like uh, my dad would get a Coke or, and I would get a Coke or Diet Coke. So like soda was always like a going out thing. Um, it was never in the house until then, until I was a teenager and I was able to buy it, but I wouldn't, I wasn't buying like, um, like, uh, you know, the 12 pack, you know, rack things. Of course. Um, but, uh, I remember always being kind of jealous. I mean, it's, it's a classic thing of right. The, the friend's house that you go to that has that snack closet that's full of, uh, you know, like, Oh my God, Reese's cups and like Pepsi. What the (laughs) hell? Um, yeah, yeah, no, we did. We did never, we never had, um, soda, but I, you know, this brings me to my my second point. I'm sorry to hijack the questions here, but I want to get a baseline going. uh, uh, do, do you like soda? Because for me, and we'll get into this, I'm not the biggest fan of soda, but boy, oh boy, do I like Coca-Cola. That's that's kind of my position is I'm not huge. Like if someone were to offer me like a root beer or a Fanta, I'd be like, oh, OK, but like I don't need it. But like if someone's like, hey, you want a Diet Coke? I'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. Or like a Coke Zero or a Coke. Like there's something about that that just feels American. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Stancy, I'm curious of your answer. I have my own thoughts. I think I'm pretty similar. Well, you know, I I do like some other sodas as well, but Coke for me is the gold standard and it does kind of give me that warm, fuzzy feeling. It reminds me of being in my grandma's basement, sneaking over Mm -hmm. the mini fridge, cracking open a Coke and, you know, watching some MTV while I was the only one down there. Okay, okay, stop. We got to turn this off. Someone (laughs) might hear this stuff in. (laughs) <laughs> it's okay she she's passed away so uh oh. she, she doesn't know that i was watching channel 
my mother wouldn't want me to watch. Uh, but I do and love Dr. Pepper. Every episode. As Mike said, <laughs> from up there on a cloud. Yep. She's listening now. <laughs> okay. I know it. Uh, I do love. Normally we're downloading. She's doing an upload, Stefan. <laughs> Can you edit that out, Kenny? <laughs> nope. That's staying in. <laughs> um, I, I do but, love some Dr. Pepper. Uh, I think Mountain Dew has its moments, especially kind of like Kenny's saying, uh, like his dad, whenever I go to Taco Bell, I have to enjoy oh, a Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Correct. It's a rule for Man. me. Yeah. It's just it's very. Spot. I I I, I want to say annoying thing, but it didn't really annoy me. But it was a jag that that Stefan and I had that I would get annoyed of every 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 time I've ever been <laughs> to, to Taco Bell with Stefan. So Stefan Stefan uh, and I and and Kenny all grew up t- together essentially in high school and whatnot. But Stefan's been my longest best friend, and so as long as I can remember, we would go to Taco Bell, and every time we would go to Taco Bell, he would always put his cup to under the Baja blast and like find me with his eyes and look me directly <laughs> in the eyes and say, gotta go Baja. And like, and then after a while, I was, like, like, can, can, I was like, can you stop like saying that every time? I don't really like it. It's like not that funny, <laughs> but then, and then it got, he, it, it kept doing it to the point where it got funny again and then really stopped getting funny. But like every time without fail, gotta go Baja. And to the point where I didn't even like, I was like, I don't even like Baja Blast. I used to say it was like, it tastes like Windex. But Stefan, I go to Taco Bell at least three times a month, at least. And I've started getting Baja Blast this year. Mm. It's delicious. It's so good. But but this is a Pepsi product, guys. We got to be careful with this. When you were saying that uh, you don't even like it, it tastes like Windex, I'm not even sure that I liked it. It just became a compulsion <laughs> that I had to get it, and I had to say, gotta go Baja. And yeah. you know, every single time we went to Taco Bell, I was just digging that hole a little deeper that I could never climb out <laughs> of. And still, when <laughs> I see Baja Blast has kind of become a meme on the internet now, and whenever I see something, I, mm-hmm. I send it to you immediately. You do? <laughs> I still get those Baja Blast texts, but, and it's a good bit. The bit holds up. Um, but yeah, uh, I was going to say something else about, um, do you like soda? Oh oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that like, it's what's weird enough is I remember specifically Coke. I remember because we grew up and we weren't really allowed to have soda. I wanted soda really bad because I wanted like to fit in and it looked fun and the commercials were exciting and it's like, have a sun kissed. And I was like, Oh cool. I really want this. And then I remember going to like a party when I was like a kid uh, and cracking a a Coca-Cola open and just being like, ugh, like this like hurts my mouth. It I'm thirsty and it doesn't make me less thirsty and it's Brown. Like I, I want to fit in but I don't know if I really like this. And now I do love Coca-Cola classic, but sometimes even as an adult, I'm, I'm drinking Coca-Cola and I'm like, I think this is a product of good marketing. You know what I mean? I think that I mm. want, like you can't say, Kenny, it feels American. Like their ads are very like, they're very like positivity focused happiness. Like I'd like to buy the world of Coke, like all the, the Santa Claus, the, the, all these commercials and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm just kind of like, I like this, but why do I like this hard brown sugar water? But 
I had a friend, Brady, who um, put it once that what turned him off to soda as a kid, he doesn't like soda that much, was that as a child, uh, soda was usually presented in conjunction with other sweet things. Mm. And it's soda is not good. Like he said that, that like he grew tired of the flavor of like Coke and a slice of cake. Like that combo <laughs> is just too much. It makes neither thing taste good. So Coke and a slice of cake. You remember You're that right, flavor like at like a party. childhood birthday party being like, I'm going to mm. have like Coke and a, like, you, you know, it's the one time where you're allowed to kind of go nuts. You got like cheese puffs and Coke and like <laughs> a slice of cake and it's all too much. Yeah. I go nuts. Yeah. It's so much sugar, so much frosting. And yeah, you go home and you feel like shit. It's yeah, really the worst it. feeling when the Coke that you're drinking just tastes like sparkling water because you've had something with even more oh. sugar in it, like a donut. Like, yeah. uh, yes. I worked on a group project in high school where we all went to this one kid's house <laughs> to work on it together on the weekend. And his family, every Saturday morning, would get like a dozen Dunkin' Donuts and have just mm. Coke, a two liter of Coke. That the, And I was like, this is literally nasty like this hurts my tongue <laughs> it sounds like it's gonna be so good but when you're on your second boston cream and that, that does something about you you said it so perfectly when the coca-cola tastes like sparkling water and your mouth is just like coated in sugar and being like i should be tasting this more oh i don't know and <laughs> well well we we're talking so highly about coca-cola why don't we? Why don't we get into so, Stephen? Do you have any thoughts before I dive in and I tell you exactly what the Coca Cola Company is? Any other thoughts on Coca Cola? What do you think about the corporation of Coca Cola, the Coca Cola Company? Uh, I feel like the most important thing about Coke, as we kind of alluded to, is the brand. I feel like they probably spend most of their money on marketing, uh, mm -hmm. and they built one of the strongest brands in the world. Uh, mm -hmm. I know that they're based in Atlanta, I think, or around Atlanta, you know, maybe outside of Atlanta. Uh, and uh, yeah, I feel like they kind of might be in trouble because as we said, people don't like soda as much anymore. They realize that it's kind of terrible for you and maybe just a sometime food. So I feel like mm -hmm. Coke is probably trying to diversify a lot and like make people pay for water or flavored water or caffeine water. Yeah, there's, did that there's answer a, the question? It, it did. It did. I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly surprised at how much you know about the Coca-Cola company. But you, you are right, Stefan. And I, I love the Coca-Cola company. I, I love this is. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there's a, there's a segment we're going to do later. And I don't want to give too much stuff away. But you really are on to something there, Stefan. If I was doing a lot of research, uh, a, a decent amount of research on the Coca-Cola company. And you are right. So they are one of the, when you think of Coca-Cola, like you, you really do think about the advertisements. Like they have a powerhouse. They always have had, a, they are the marketing in my, in my head. They're one of the marketing companies of like, there's a whole thing about just like <clears throat> that, that commercial of, of buying the world of Coke or whatever it is. Like there was a pivot. At they one created point to Santa make, Claus. Exactly. Mm. They, 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 they created they, the, they idea created of the image of Santa Claus that we all have. Yeah. Is that not yeah, the I, definition of power? They created Santa Claus and 
millions of children believe that lie every well, year. Well, not they didn't lie. create the myth of Santa Claus, but they created they, they made the, up the story <laughs> of Chris Kringle. That image of him red and white, the red and white and big fat and jolly. I believe Coke created that. You're right, Kenny. In 1920 up to 1920 there were lots of different physical uh interpretations of Santa Claus, but in the in the mid 1920s Coca-Cola did that ad that you're talking about the image of the the jolly fat Santa Claus and that just stuck. They just ran it down into people's heads. I, it's all I, a lie. I just had a thought. Was there still cocaine in the drink at the time that they debuted Old St. Nick in red and white with a big white beard hanging down from his face? Is his beard just dried up coke? Has he just been drinking <laughs> coke all morning? A mountain of coke just dried up falling off his face. I don't know if this is an actual fact, so I I took it out, but Apparently, one large rumor is that the it, it seemed like it, it seemed like a credible source from a lot of not so credible websites. But apparently, one of the original Coca Cola recipes was red wine and cocaine. Mm. And I was like, that kind of makes sense. It was made by like a um, a pharmacist who sold it in his store. Anyway, but yeah, so yeah, the, but you're that sounds you're like both a good right. night at Studio Fifty Four. Hey, baby. <laughs> they they are the marketing. Like, they, they, are, they took their soda and started selling it as an experience, as, like, Coca-Cola is, is happiness and excitement. And you're right, Stefan, of they might be hurting in this more health-conscious world where people are less into soda. And I think the three of us said, Stefan, you said you don't actively really enjoy soda right now, right? Like, you're not a big soda guy. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, me neither. And uh, so they have actually uh, <clears throat> they've been buying out uh, a couple really big um, uh, th one specific big kombucha uh, brand. And they're, they're trying to get more into the vitamin water, the kombucha, trying to use the Coca-Cola marketing and money and power to start getting into whatever the fuck we're going to be drinking soon. So. Let me tell you a little bit more about the Coca-Cola Company, also known as Coca-Cola. It is the, let's see. So the Coca-Cola Company, also called Coca-Cola, is a non-alcoholic beverage company which engages in the manufacture, market, and sale of non-alcoholic beverages, which includes sparkling soft drinks, water, enhanced water, sports drinks, juice, dairy, and plant-based beverages tea, and coffee, and energy drinks. I don't know what energy drinks, but... Its brand includes Coca-Cola, Diet Coke, Coke Zero, Fanta, Kenny, Sprite, Minute Maid, Georgia, Powerade, uh, Schweppes, Aquarius, Minute Maid, Pulpy, Dasani, Simply, Vitamin Water, uh, Bonacqua, Gold Peak, Fused Tea... <laughs> Glacio, Smart Water, and Ice Dew. Stefan, did any of those get you particularly excited? <laughs> uh, I think Pulpy really caught my ears. Yeah. Minute Maid and Bonagua, of course. <laughs> what the, does, do you know what Bonagua is? I would assume it means like good water, like agua. Mm. Ah. MIT, huh? Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, 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 Kenny, did any of these get you excited? 
Oh, Fanta, baby, through and through. Kenny, I don't know. Do you actually like, I was going to, I don't know how much you talk about in the podcast, but I, I hear Kenny say Fanta like, like once a month, once a week, maybe. We originally talked about this doing the show and he was like, maybe the Patreon will just be you and me drinking Fanta and talking about it. I was like, Kenny loves, know. do you actually love Fanta? Fanta's pretty good. It's just a fun, um, it's like a, like a Haritos, like any, like that sort of like vibe mm, I, I like. Um, when we were in, uh, my girlfriend and I were in Barcelona like three years ago, we went mm-hmm. to, we were there for um, this music festival and they, one of the beverages they had was just lemon Fanta and vodka. And Ooh. it just Ooh. was like a really, really nice, or maybe, maybe it was lime. I don't know what it was, but it was very simple wow. and it wasn't very strong. And it was really nice. Um, and yeah, my uh, I know that like my dad used to talk about Fanta growing up because Keith Richards drink was something like I think vodka and Fanta when he was mm. in the Rolling Stones or something. But <laughs> I don't know. It's good. It's a good. It's a good. It's very sweet. And I like that it comes in. If you go internationally, I like that it comes in like a million flavors, um, mm. which is always fun. But yeah, I just think Fanta is also just a fun. I mean, don't you want a Fanta Fanta? Don't you want a Fanta Fanta? <laughs> I want a Fanta Fanta. Giovanna Fanta Fanta. Giovanna Fanta Fanta. Something about a Fanta, a Fanta vodka and lime and lemon. Is that what you said? I think it was lemon, lemon Fanta and vodka. That sounds nice. That sounds, I, I, in my head, I was like, if we ever invest in Fanta, we should drink Fanta, Fanta lemon and vodka on the show. But we're investing in Fanta right now. Fanta is owned <laughs> by the Coca-Cola company. Um, I, I, I'm going to get into the rest of the description really quick, but Stansfield, I did write down as a note here. Uh, it's funny, you, you were so, you're such a Dr. Pepper guy, you brought it up from the get-go, but I was going to say, <clears throat> are you still a Dr. Pepper guy? Because if you notice, there is a, 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 a common misconception that Dr. Pepper is often with the Coca-Cola products. Um, and I'm going to mm. get to that in a second, but are, so you are still a Dr. Pepper guy. Um, well, you know, I... Of course, I think of myself as a Dr. Pepper guy, and uh, I, but it's not like I'm buying Dr. Pepper. And in fact, I live with my fiance here. We've been together Ooh. for several years. And I think just a couple of weeks ago, I don't know how it came up, but uh, we were talking about soda. And I said that Dr. Pepper was my favorite soda and she didn't believe me. She was like, what? I've what? never seen Whoa. you drink a Dr. Pepper. Oh, I see. So, uh, <laughs> so somewhere, somewhere it's it's fallen out of my personal brand, uh, even though I, I still hold it in my heart. And if I go to La Carreta in Nashua, New Hampshire, <laughs> you, oh you know I'm gonna get a Dr. Pepper. I, it's like when I go to Taco Bell, I gotta go Baja. It's just uh, the yeah. rules. La Carreta, how often you go to La Carreta? <laughs> say it like a New Hampshire person, La, La Carreta. <laughs> it's a good place. It is I, good. Is it I Mexican? I mean, the last food? time I ate it, I was like, I think 20. So I don't totally know if it stands up. Yeah. It was my favorite restaurant growing up. And we had some Peruvian family friends. And they always made fun of me for saying, oh, I love La Carreta. So uh, I. Yeah, La Carreta. I, I try to pronounce it the way that they do. <laughs> what's funny is uh, uh, obviously, you, you guys know my girlfriend's from Miami. And uh, she, I was talking, I was like, oh, maybe we're in Nashua. Maybe you go here, here, you go to La Carreta. La Carreta. And she was like, oh, you guys have La Carreta too? And I was like, Ooh. yeah. And she was like, she was like, uh, and I was like, yeah, it's like the only Mexican, it's a Mexican food restaurant, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's like one of the good Mexican food restaurants. She's like, Mexican food? No, like La Carreta in Miami is like, uh, it's. I think it's like a Cuban bakery where they make oh. like Cuban pastries and sweets and stuff. And then like later, uh, I was like, oh, we go down to Shorty's. And she was like, oh, you have Shorty's too? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah. Well, and she was like, oh, ours is like a really good barbecue. I was like, oh, ours is a, <clears throat> also a Mexican restaurant. Like it's like, <laughs> naturally it's like stupid fucking Mexican restaurants, but they're both pretty good. Shorty's was, a, no, like Shorty's was abysmal. Shorty's was really Shorty's bad. Are, Shorty's is shit. Shorty's is dog shit compared to La Careta. Um, but but so Stansfield, do you are you familiar with the controversy of do you, do you when you think Dr Pepper do you assume that it's a Coca Cola product or a Pepsi product? No, but I I don't know what it is. I almost think like it might be its own thing. Well, if you drive down ninety three as you're entering Beantown, you'll see the building mm. that says Keurig Dr Pepper. What? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, it, wow. it is a thing. And I don't know if it's like, I should have looked into it more. I don't know if it's the Keurig company, but fun fact about Dr. Pepper. So it's, it's Keurig. Uh, it it's, is, it's the coffee company. Oh, it it's is. the same Keurig, yeah. Making that yeah. bean water. Do they do um, any crossovers? Do they like, have Dr. Pepper a... pods? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would Maybe. fuck with that. I would too. Um, there's a Dr. Pepper. Well, anyway, but yeah. Not so that I have a Keurig, but I might buy one. Hey, you should. Uh, it, well, if you're really this Dr. Pepper guy, which you tell your wife you are, you should be repping Keurig. Um, there was a controversy of, <clears throat> so Dr. Pepper uh, has been doing its own thing for a really long time. And Pepsi and Coke for a long time were, were nipping at the bud of like really trying to acquire this soda. And there was one point where Coca-Cola was like this close to buying out Dr. Pepper uh, and purchasing it, but there was like some kind of antitrust issue uh, and they pulled the deal. Pepsi also was trying to do it, but uh, to, to acquire it. And then I think it just got to a point where they are like, they're still, people are still actively trying to own Dr. Pepper and Coke and Pepsi own weird uh, like subsections of Dr. Pepper. Like they own like, They'll own like the European branch or something like that, but the the company of Dr Pepper is full is independent of its or they're in it's independent from Coke and Pepsi. It's like bottle some of their um, companies like Coke and Pepsi bottle it, but they're still going strong. So it's it's interesting. It's it's just kind of its own thing, as one of the brown colas. <laughs> Would you describe Dr Pepper as the Bernie Sanders of sodas? <laughs> I I think I would. I, I think I would. And everybody wants a piece of it and it can't be bought. It can And it's clearly the coolest oldest soda. <laughs> it, it, I, I will I won't lie, I was I'm a I'm a big Dr. Pepper fan. It's great. Um, I'm I'm racking my brain trying to think of who Coke and Pepsi would be, but anyway. Um so Coca-Cola, it operates through the following segments: Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Latin America, North America, Asian Pacific, uh, bottling investments in global ventures. The company was founded by Asa Griggs Candler in 1886, and Stansfield, its headquarter, is in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, it is named KO for the Coca-Cola Company. I don't know why the ticker is KO, but it is, and this is one of the, the biggest companies ever. I, 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 I wish I knew, but I don't really have any idea. Um, but yeah, Stansfield. So yeah, you came in and 
I was thinking about this. You you labeled quite a few quite a few of these little facts in here. Is it? Thank you. Is the I do coca, love coke? I think it's because is the coca plant? No, coca plant is coco. Yeah, yeah. Is it? I was wondering. Is is coca? Yeah. The plant. I, I, I believe Actually, no. So, with a K, dude. Not. Never mind. Never mind. Never there's mind. A K, no, but Coco, if you just call it Coco, Coke, I believe is a, K, a part of the Coca-Cola the recipe. Mm. It should be okay. We need a full yeah. episode investigating this. <laughs> okay. But and do you guys know what the recipe for Coca-Cola is? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You think <laughs> I know the secret recipe to Coca-Cola? <laughs> I think I, I've seen I've seen videos of where people make uh like imitations and i know it's it's obviously coca the coca nut or whatever and then mm. it's also lime See. like lime is like a huge flavor of coca-cola it's sort of like mm. and i believe on before they add a brown syrup or dye or something coke is actually green that's the rumor that what? like it's ah. a green liquid that they add brown to the green brown well yeah this, like this could be hearsay no, no, Stansfield hit it on the nose too. Of yeah, the, the Coca Cola recipe is a secret and it is locked in a vault. And the closest thing they think they have is there's an uh, there's a notebook from like the 1800s with with what looks like could be the original Coca Cola recipe. And I saw it online. And I looked. I was like, oh, that's cool. And I tried to find a picture of it. I looked it up. And the the message boards are like, this is bullshit. This is not the real Coke recipe. Like. People are wild about this Coca-Cola recipe. And what is it about Coca-Cola? Like, I feel like when we were in elementary school and stuff like that, like Coke, Coca-Cola was a thing. It was a thing to like know about the company of like, you know what I mean? Of like, did you know the recipes is secret? And like, you know, just I'm thinking of the tin license plates and the t-shirts. It's like the branding of Coca-Cola. It's, it's, it's an animal for sure. It's one of those brands that like really popped up during World War II, I think. I think they were oh, like probably I love World War II. <laughs> what a time. Oh, so <laughs> many fun facts. So many so many so many different fronts, so many different generals. Um no memory. I, <laughs> <in the> <laughs> Mike. Um we're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to be right back. Uh and we're going to find out what happened when Kenny and I put all of our cash into Coca-Cola. And we're back. What a break that was. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sad I didn't get to slide my hand through the screen and get some of Stansfield's Biscoff cookies. So, okay, guys, moment of truth. So for all you listeners at home, uh, you might realize that I am, Kenny and I are two men of, of, a, of a different status. I am, some people call me the, the Warren Buffett of the show, the, the soothsayer, the... The golden boy of the pod. I'm in the Hall of Fame 100%. Every time I invest, it turns to gold. <clears throat> I have made a profit every single time. And Kenny, self-proclaimed, has been the king of shit mountain every single episode. He's lost us hundreds of dollars at this point. But last week, Ken, you made a profit of uh, $164, correct? $143. Hey, still. Um, that's pretty exciting. We talked about all the stuff we could buy with that. So... What we did this week is we took all of our cash from Bank of America and put it into Coca-Cola. So we're going to find out what happened when the golden boy Mike Morrissey put it into the Weeble. Let's hear that drum roll, baby. 
we invested all of our money into Coca-Cola and we lost $98. Oh. Nope, it just changed again. $100.05. Oh. Welcome so, <laughs> to the fiery pits of loss. No, 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 sour bile run through. Kenny, no, 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 it wasn't, it was, it's not what you oh, think. Oh, the king, the king has fallen. No, and no, the Xerxes can be hurt. 300 no. reference. No, there was an uptick How much did you lose? The, How much did you lose? God, it's now down to ninety-six dollars. Idiot! No, please. I'm a heart. I bought it on an uptick. I hope you like sleeping in the basement, Morrison. No. It's not what you think. I was screwed. Don't you understand? Do you like bones? You better, cause you're gonna be in the doghouse. All right, that's it. No, we did it on a Saturday recording. I did an order to sell the Bank of America money, but I couldn't. On a Saturday, the market's closed. So I put the order in to sell the Bank of America money. But then when I tried to order the Coca-Cola money, it said that I had insufficient funds because the money couldn't transfer to the start of the market. The start of the market went and it shot up 6% immediately on the start of the market. And then I had to manually put it in, and then I, I don't know, Kenny. It went up. It went up so high, and I bought high, and it slowly just started coming down. Apparently, <clears throat> Coca Cola, Euro Pacific, the revenue in volume dropped, and money started just it started hemorrhaging cash. Ken, yeah, it actually was worse. I was down like a hundred and ninety dollars or something like throughout the week. It was, but. As everybody knows, I'm the golden boy of the pod. I, I, I'm in the Hall of Fame. And to, to have Kenny bring in $143 of profit and me bring us down 100 bucks, becoming king of shit mountain, this is a, this is a really humbling moment for somebody like me. <laughs> it takes a very big man to admit when he's down. And, and I'm down, Ken. Uh, is this what this feels like down here? It's yeah, awful. You'll get, you'll get used to it. Oh God, um, you're lucky. It's you're, it's kind of a technicality too, because like I think last week, like the the price was like nine five nine seven or something, and right now it's mm -hmm. like nine five five seven. So like you're just you're technically down. I don't know, you know, but uh, I'm yeah. sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. It, it's okay, and you know, I'm I'm not super worried about it, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff. There's a. I'm I'm actually curious if Coca Cola is. Um, the the highest it's ever been, as Stephen said in the beginning, like at the start of the pandemic, people have started investing like they never have before. <clears throat> oh, but it's not. So Coca Cola was the highest it's ever it's been in the last five years. At February twenty first, it was at sixty dollars. Obviously, with COVID, it crashed down, and now it's at fifty three dollars. So. I was hoping to get on some of that uptick, but but man, that uptick at the start of the week just really screwed me, Ken. It was really bad. Um, I'm so sorry, buddy. That's just the, that's how the cookie crumbles. Stansfield, how I are you feeling about this? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a little something I don't know about the stock market is okay. It does close and it does open, and like you said, when it opened, it like immediately shot up. So are people mm -hmm. like? 
scheduling trades while it's closed that all just yes. in the first microsecond go through when it opens up? And why couldn't you have done that? Because you, oh, you pulled the money question. out when it was open and then so didn't have the, it or? In the after hours, I made a, so the after hours are over the weekend. And what is it, Kenny, four o'clock? Something like that. It's like, it's like, it's like nine to four 30 or something. Yeah. Eastern standard time, nine 30 AM to 4 PM. So yeah, you can usually schedule, I believe you can schedule a payment or a, or a market order. Um, but I scheduled my market sell. I scheduled to sell my money. So then when I tried to do a market order for uh, bank of America for Coca-Cola, it was like, no, you don't have enough money to buy Coca-Cola because I couldn't do anything. So it, mm. it is really kind of crazy of like you think of Wolf of Wall Street and stuff like that when it's like the market opens and all of a sudden it's like, bam, people are doing orders, like people are making stuff happen. It's, it's wild. And apparently people that day really wanted to buy Coca-Cola because it went down and it just shot right up and then just slowly started coming down throughout the week. Pretty depressing. Mm. Thank you for that. Yeah, you fucked up. I, I did, and I, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily happy to talk about it, but um, but Stansfield, you're only, I only ask because you're a trusted source. You're you're one of our very best friends and the first guest we've ever had. I don't know, like it was in just doing this, I was like, oh, Stefan has zero stakes in this, so I, I don't really know. I, I don't know if there was a way you'd like to be involved if you wanted to. If if this, how did you feel in the announcement? Did you care at all? You can say no. The money is fake, right? Just to the money is fake, but the emotions okay. are real. And you had no choice in choosing the stock, right? Yes, I had no choice. Yeah, but it, but this week it is a side. He is we. This week is his fault. It is my fault. <laughs> Trade off every week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how did I feel? I didn't really feel much until Kenny <laughs> said, "I hope that there's a." a river of bile running through you that really <laughs> stirred up some emotions. I really enjoyed watching Kenny rip into you. And then I felt bad, uh, you know, as it continued on and on. So yeah, that was my journey. <laughs> um, maybe next time on the next time we have a guest, Kenny, what we can do is we'll, we'll write, uh, a paragraph or a sentence for the guest to say if they win or if they lose and submit it at the beginning of the week. So then like our good friend has to be like, you're sleeping in the doghouse. Vile is going through your mouth and not your butt. I'm so sorry. Because um, I want you to be involved in the fun too, Stansfield. Oh man. Um, well, yeah. So, I mean, that that's all I really kind of have to say about that of, am I upset? Yes, but like, am I gonna get over it? No, and <laughs> I'm. Am I gonna make this miserable for? Am I, I'm just gonna be a very low energy and kind of stop hosting this section of the pod because I think I just want to lay down. Um, so, what, 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 what was the reason? For, what, what's like the news and coke? Because I'm looking here, and it says that. Um, I'm looking here and it says that like it looks like Coke every summer kind of goes up. Is there a huge delay? Ah. <laughs> you I don't know if you just stopped. I, it didn't look like there was a delay, but you just got to stop talking. Um, <laughs> I, right? I'm yeah. getting I'm getting that mic is kind of uh, choppy a little bit. Well, you know what? On my end, you guys are choppy. It's delays all over the place. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Um, no, but my stuff in so the listener can have the full experience. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good excuse for us to both not have to edit this thing. Um, yeah, no, I I looked into it, Ken, and I kind of like couldn't. Re- that's the thing is is and email me in at thepaperjampod at gmail to let me know if there's a better way to go about this because I knew that I've been watching this all week and I wanted to explain the uptick, but I looked into. I mean, like. Just because there was an uptick this week, like doesn't necessarily like it went from fifty four fifty to fifty five forty one. So like that's oh, okay. not necessarily like newsworthy. But I did want to know what happened, and I am illiterate enough in the stock market like world that I kind of am still figuring out how to find news on this. That's the joy of this pod, guys, is that I know nothing about this, and I'm learning with you. So if anyone out there knows, like let let us know how you're figuring this kind of stuff out because I started just looking it up online, but then some of this shit online as Kenny and I are finding is such bullshit. Like it's just wild. False allegations, crazy stuff. I don't know. False allegations against the Coca-Cola company? False allegations of like, oh, the stock went down because, because, and it's like, did it? Coca Cola sales fall, but free mark, but meet market views. So I don't know, Ken. Do you have any any thoughts on on what kind of happened? That that's really all I said. I saw that some revenue came in lower <clears throat> in the Euro Pacific division, but yeah, I don't that's know. It, I it mean, really kind of I mean, that's probably what it is. Yeah, and, pe- yeah, I, and I can't imagine we also talk a lot them like they're just getting the reports. Yeah, and and we talk a lot on the pod Stansfield of like, <clears throat> like it's it's very interesting that you started investing at the start of the pandemic because that's I kind of really did too, and that's what made me realize that all of my friends started like I'm wondering if this is now I'm speaking uh, I don't know if this is uh, if people are actually using it this much, but if this is going to be a kind of a rebirth of like our generation using the stock market because once COVID hit and it crashed, all of our friends who are in their late twenties, early thirties were kind of like. I guess I have the smallest amount of money laying around. Maybe I start putting it in things. Um, but we also talk about like, just cause you like the taste of Coca-Cola is not necessarily when you should be like, I got to get in Coke. I got to do this. I love the taste of that cherry vanilla Coke. It's like, yeah, but they also own, you know, uh, they also own, what was the pulpy thing I said? Minute made pulpy. Uh, Minute made pulpy, and there's an orange shortage, so they're fucked. Mm. We put a, our money in Ford and got bent over because there was a microchip shortage. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <clears throat> so also, we're still learning how like, research. Yeah, and, and also so much of this stuff is over time. You know, that's what we're learning, that, like, we're experiencing what happens in a stock week to week. Um, but obviously, if you look at the trends over, uh, even if you put your money in Coca-Cola for a year, you're going to probably see a much more extreme dip in either direction or perhaps nothing. Sometimes stocks hit their plateau, you know, their natural sort of value in the market. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's just, uh, it seems like this stock just went down just like because of what stocks do. They report lower numbers, people sell, it's going to be summer. People buy, it's the sort of seasonality of stocks that like we said before, this is what day traders probably do. They try and snipe these moments of undervaluation and yeah. Yeah. And the CEO said, well, you know, summer is not here yet and we're running low on sugar and let's fuck Mike on this podcast. 
<laughs> taking me out of the Hall of Fame and taking my picture down. It's pissing me off. But <laughs> calm, calm, calm. Okay, so that's what happened to Coca-Cola. There's not much else to say other than the company's bullshit. The, the CEO is a clown. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> um, we're down $100. <laughs> it's really pissing me off. Um, but you know what? That's the way the cookie crumbles. But, you know, Stan Sealed, you were really, really impressing me before uh, with your knowledge of Coca-Cola. So that made me happy because for the segment today, I invented a game called the Soda Pop Showdown. Not Jeopardy. Ooh. A lot of people say that the Soda Pop Showdown is kind of like Jeopardy, and it's not. But please, in the game... Uh, there's going to be some questions and I would love you to answer in the like, what is fashion? Somewhat similar to Jeopardy, but it's not. Okay. Okay. So welcome to the show to pop showdown. So what's going to happen is in the soda pop showdown, um, I have made a board of a couple fun categories and I'm going to ask you guys some questions about Coca-Cola. Kenny, would you kindly make me the host of the zoom? You got it, bud. <laughs> So I am your host with the most, Mike Morrissey, and welcome to the Soda Showdown. <clears throat> In one corner, we have Kenny Gray, all the way from Medford, Massachusetts. And on the other side of the Zoom, Ooh. we have... Stefan Stansfield, <laughs> who was in the MIT dorms in Cambridge or something, right? <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. welcome to the Soda Showdown, where we are going to test just how much knowledge you guys have on Coca-Cola. So we've got a couple of fun categories. We have <laughs> Coca-Cola does what? The history of Coca-Cola and everyone's favorite, Mike's Likes. So what we're going to do is we are going to... Uh, I'm going to ask you guys a couple of questions. There is uh, each category uh, has five sections, 100, 200, 300, 400, and 500. Each section represents the amount of points that you will get. Um, and, da -da -da -da, and you guys are going to pick. I'm going to start with three, but maybe we'll do some more. Um, we're going to do three questions, and whoever has the most points at the end wins so don't forget guys the 500 points these are pretty tricky and the 100 points well they're a little easy so i am thinking of a number between one and ten whoever gets the closest will get to go first what do you think kenny uh one stansfield i'm gonna go six the answer was seven. So Stansfield, you are up. Come on down. <laughs> Stephen Stansfield. Would you like to do Cola Does What? History of Coca-Cola or Mike's Likes? Uh, give me Cola Does What for 400, please. 400. All right, Stansfield. Dumping 20 ounces of Coca-Cola and letting it, letting it set for an hour in your toilet makes for a great toilet bowl cleaner. That's a fact. Anyway, name two major toilet companies. Just two. What are Gerber and Toto? I wrote down a couple here. Toto is one. Gerber? Oh. Um... 
Gerber is a toilet. Stansfield. That's 400 points. Way to be. Um, Stansfield, your team won. Good job. I thought... Thank you. I always remember Gerber because I thought that they made baby food, but they also make toilets, which I guess mm. uh, go together. <laughs> I'm very shocked you did it. I thought that this was going to be really tricky because when I tried to do it, I like I literally could not think of one. Um, all right. Stansfield, way to be. So Stansfield has 400 points on the board. Ken, Coca-Cola does what? History of Coca-Cola or Mike's Likes? Give me Mike's Likes for 400. All right. McDonald's exclusively serves Coca-Cola beverage. Mike loves to enjoy these drinks when he eats this go-to value menu item from McDonald's. What is the McChicken? Ding, ding, ding! Oh! Ken, you know me well! God, do I love that McChicken sandwich. Mm, a little mayo and, and honestly, a little sweet and sour sauce. Ken, that's 400 points for you. Way to be. I just, Stansfield. I just remember that you're like, every time you order, I was like, I've never gotten that in my life. <laughs> If you also remember when we saw the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, uh, me and Caleb Wells put the McChicken and sweet and sour sauce in our pants. No, no that's not what happened. You guys were fucking high out of your mind <laughs> wearing 3D glasses in the front row of a movie theater. And I bumped into Caleb and he spilled his chicken nuggets everywhere. And he was high wearing 3D glasses. He's going, oh, no. <laughs> I uh, plead the fifth on that. I'm not going to confirm nor deny that. But never happened. Um, that never happened. Um, Stansfield, Cola does what? History of Coca-Cola or Mike's Likes? All right, Kenny's here to play. So I'm going to go History of Coke, 500. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Stansfield. Coca-Cola was the first soft drink ever consumed in this location. So let me clarify this question. In this location, the first soft drink that anybody ever drank there was Coca-Cola. Stansfield, what was this location? Okay. What is the International Space Station? Oh! The answer is space! Stansfield, yes, in, 19, in the 1980s, Coca-Cola made a special Coca-Cola that could be consumed in outer space and was the first soft drink ever served in outer space. Wow, very good, Stansfield. I, I don't know if I technically got that right. Well, you said the space station, but it was, I'm a, oh, was the space station Well, if space? he doesn't want the points. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll take the points. No, no, you can have um, it. You got what, it. Honor system stance, where you imagine them on the ground or in outer space? Oh, in outer space, yeah. Just the, okay. the space station wasn't around yet oh, in the 80s. I'll give it to you. Um, Kenny. <laughs> all right. Give me Mike's likes for 500. 500. All right, Kenny. The portly Santa Claus we all know and love was one was one of many interpretations until Coca-Cola used Santa in a print, which in a print ad, which cemented the look to this day. Mike loved Santa Claus so much until he stopped believing at this age. What is eight years old? Oh, sorry, Kenny. A very embarrassing 12 years old for me. <laughs> I was in sixth grade. Um very embarrassing. 
to a point where I, I think I knew, but I just didn't want to give up the hope. And then I was like, I'm going into middle school now or junior high. I, I need to stop this. Sorry, Ken. Eight would have been a good guess for a normal person. I think I was 11. So, Oh, there you go, Ken. That's why we're such good friends. So, Stansfield, you got a little breathing room here. What do you want to do? Cola does what? Um, History of Coca-Cola or Mike's Likes? I like Mike's Likes for 200. For 200. All right. Coca-Cola owns the popular sports drink, Vitamin Water. When he would go to the Nashua Garden and get a bog sandwich, he loved to wash it down with this color of vitamin water. Stansfield, what color was it? I don't know the color, but what is triple X? Oh, Stansfield. A little too big for your britches. When I was in high school, I loved the yellow vitamin water. What is yellow? Uh, is that lemonade? It said it gave you energy. No, I don't even know what it was. It was kind of gross, honestly, when I think about it now. Um, it just said energy. It kind of tasted like, I don't really know what it tasted like, but it, it was not great. So, Kenny, you got a little breathing room. Stansfield you, messed it, mess it up. Let's see what you got. Let's let's take Cola does what for 500. All right, Cola does what for 500. Coca-Cola can be used to remove the oh, rust from your God. old tools. <laughs> what are the names of four different kinds of wrenches? DeWalt. Oh, Jesus. I'm I will clarify, not brands. Oh. Types. Oh. Monkey Hex, uh, Allen, um, and uh, monkey, monkey wrench, Allen wrench, hex wrench, um, and a um, a just normal wrench. Is there are there <laughs> other are there other ones? Monkey uh, Allen, you're so hex, close, Jenny. Uh, I picked four very intentionally. I was like, I could maybe do three. Oh my god! Four. Uh, <laughs> what did you say? Monkey hex. Monkey hex Allen. So socket? No socket wrench. Those are my four. Final answer. Final answer. You got it, Ken. Uh, socket yeah! wrench, Allen wrench, Woo! hex wrench wasn't on there. I had to look it up, but it is in fact a wrench. Ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves a tie. So we have two, one question left each. Um, Stan sealed. The pressure's on. How are you feeling? You were, you were really good with that breathing room, but then you kind of biffed the mics likes. Uh, we've been to the Nashua Garden and gotten sandwiches together too, so I'm a little surprised on that. Now <laughs> you're tied up. How are you feeling? I'm feeling, uh, you know, I think I like triple X, which is why I said it. So I'm, I'm really feeling a lot of regret, but Selfish. I'm confident. I've been watching a show called Jeopardy, which is kind of similar to this game. Uh, so nah. like I've got practice. <laughs> no, it's not. Stop. Don't say that. So Stansfield, the only. Oh, so the, do I no, choose? Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I was going to say, so there's no 500s left. There is one 400 left. So you can risk it and take that, and Kenny will kind of automatically lose. Or how do I automatically do lose? If I get it right, if you get it right, 
<laughs> no, 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 no. you'll, you'll Jeopardy, do another one. But normally in Jeopardy, there's it's a not timer. Jeopardy. It's not Jeopardy. <laughs> Stop calling it Jeopardy. It's not. It's a soda showdown. There's a timer, or you play through the whole board. <laughs> like I'm not quite sure. I just, I just said we do three questions each. Um, so if he gets the 400, Ken, oh, you I, can't there's get no way points. I could win. I see what you're but saying. But he could do a 100, probably get it, and then if you miss it, if you mess it up, Ken, it's over. So Stansfield. Use I'm betting on myself. Gonna I'm going to go for 400. History of Coca-Cola. Whoa. All right. History of Coca-Cola for 400. As of 2021, approximately how much is the Coca-Cola company worth? I'll give you a little wiggle room on here. Oh. <sighs> I'm going to say $4 billion. Final answer? Yes. As of 2021, Coca-Cola Company is approximately <laughs> worth $200 billion. Oh. sealed. you flew a little too close to the sun. Where's that MIT hit? Ah, <laughs> you oh, missed the orange on. apple juice again. All right, Kenny. I mean, you could win it easily here. You could get a little. You could get a little clout and go for the three hundred. You could go for a one two hundred. What are you thinking? Give me Mike's likes for three hundred. Oh, Kenny. Okay. All right. Mike's likes for three hundred. In twenty nineteen, the Coca Cola Company made a twenty million dollar equity investment in the Los Angeles based health aid kombucha. This is the name of. Uh, what is the? Oh, this is the name. What is the name of the human that first described to Mike what kombucha is and let him have a taste? Who is Steph DeVino? Final answer? Yeah. Who oh, is Kenny Gray? Oh, God. Fuck. Kenny. <laughs> it was the one with the chia seeds in it. And I was like, what is that? And you were like, it's kombucha. Do you oh, want to try it? And mother. I was like, it smells like vinegar. Oh, Kenny, God. I thought you were gonna like light up on this when you picked it <laughs> oh my god so that means we're going into sudden death god stansfield how are you feeling you were down and out you you lost the game essentially kenny i respect the hell out of you for it but you went for the 300 and there was three 100s right there you could have won I got, stansfield, I, you're uh, back in the ring how are you feeling I'm feeling a little shocked that we we both don't know you at all clearly <laughs> me uh, too and you know, uh, my confidence is is destroyed. So I'm gonna go. Coca-Cola does what for 100? Oh, all right. Coca-Cola does what? Coca-Cola is a modern beverage advertised to quench this. What is horniness? No, no. First, <laughs> first. final answer. <laughs> all right. What is thirst? You are correct. Kenny, you're up. Give me history of Coca-Cola for $300. Oh, oh God. For 300 points. I'm going to go. History of Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola was invented in this American city. Now, here's the... Is it where the headquarters is? I don't... I'm not sure. Atlanta, Georgia? What is Atlanta, Georgia? Final answer. Uh, what is St. Louis, Missouri? Final answer. 
I swear to God, if it's in no! the chat. No! <laughs> Coca-Cola was invented in Atlanta, Georgia. Step and said it in the me. beginning. We we looked, we read it on the podcast. <laughs> they, we did say that the headquarters was there, but I think Stefan said at the beginning, I put this question in here being like, wondering if we would pick it up. Oh my gosh. Wow. Truly riveting stuff. A challenge, <laughs> a, a clashing of the Titans. Kenny, you, you did a hell of a game. You had the, you, ha you did win for one second and I will give you the final answer kind of screwed you over. I don't know where St. Louis, Missouri came from, but that know, was the like soda Midwest showdown. Like, type, like, you know, Coca-Cola was meant to buy a pharmacist out in the Midwest. Mike, can yeah. we do the last Mike's likes? Can we please get the one hundred dollar Mike's likes <laughs> question? I really I want do to know have to know. Okay, okay, well, we'll do one more Mike's likes. Um, but but if I get this right, I win. <laughs> oh, oh, whoever gets it first. <laughs> no, no, no. Mike really likes this. The movie trailer commercials starring this famous Coca Cola mascot. What are the polar bears? No. Ah! You got it, Stansfield. Who are the Coca-Cola Proving that he is the, the true, true victor. The true and determined victor. You can't fake this stuff. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the Soda Showdown. Stansfield, I, I'm so happy for you. I hope that this, this really makes your day. Uh, and you, you're walking with a spring in your step for the rest of the day. And, and we, I, first of all, we're wrapping up at Stansfield. I, I can't tell you how much I really appreciate you coming on the show. I'm going to, I'm going to thank you in a minute for that, but <clears throat> uh, I would hope, I would hope you could help us out. The closing statements here is you might be asking yourself, Mike, Kenny and Stefan, should I invest in Coca-Cola? And the answer as always is we don't care. So Stansfield, you can say we don't care as well if you want. Uh, I do not care. There you go. You heard it from, from Stefan. Uh, he doesn't care. None of us care. Well, Stefan, Thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. You're, you're one of my very best friends and one of the greatest people I know. Um, <clears throat> I can't wait to see that robot move that glass of water. It's going to be exciting stuff. Um, any, anything you want to say while you, while you got the hot seat on the air? Uh, thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast. I just want to put it on the record again that I love Dr. Pepper. I'm a big Dr. Pepper guy. And I love Coca-Cola. And fuck Pepsi. Oh, hot take. Kenny, I almost forgot. You did really want to ask. So, Stansfield, Coke or Pepsi? You're going Coke? Coke. Damn. Kenny, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Mike, Coke or Pepsi? Coke, baby. I, I, I had a bit of a run-in with Pepsi for a minute, but it's Coca-Cola, mama. Flirted with danger, but you came back. Back to the I fold. like the cherry Pepsi, but you know what? Back to the tried and true, the good old American... All-American Coca-Cola. That was the Paper Jam, everybody. Thank you so much, Stefan Stansfield, for being here. Check out our Patreon if you want some more Stefan Stansfield fun, because he's actually going to be a guest on the Patreon today, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon, where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>